Welcome, everyone, to episode 28 of Startup BizCast. It's December 2007. I'm your host, Steve Mullen, and this week's topic is virtual assistance for your small business. Startup BizCast is the small business advice podcast that's shorter than your coffee break. It's produced by Endgame PR Podcast Production, and its home on the web is www.startupbizcast.com. Before we get started with this week's episode, I wanted to make sure I wished everyone a happy holiday. I started this podcast in May of this year, and it's been a wonderful experience. It's allowed me to meet a bunch of great people who've been willing to share their experience with us. I'm looking forward to 2008, and I hope it's a successful one for all of us. And now, on to the episode. Do you have an assistant or a business manager? Would you like one? I'm guessing the answer to that second question for most small business owners would be yes. I know it would be for me. But it may not be a good time to hire another full-time employee, and that's where virtual assistants come in. What are they? Stay tuned for this week's interview when I'll talk with Tracy Lawton, who bills herself as an online business manager and virtual assistant. That's coming up, but first we'll take a look at small business news from this past week in the BizCast Brief. Help is finally coming for businesses affected by the recent wildfires in Southern California. So far, the U.S. Small Business Administration has distributed nearly $55 million in low-interest loans in that area. Almost $12 million have also been paid out in the form of grants that don't have to be repaid. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce is accepting applications for its 2008 Small Business of the Year Award. Applicants will be evaluated on criteria such as financial performance and history, staff training and motivation, community involvement, and plans for the future. For more information, go to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce website. If you haven't started on your holiday shopping for friends and family, well, you're probably way behind, or maybe you don't have much to buy this year. Have you bought anything for your small business, though? Come on, you have to buy something for your small business. A PC World article this week has some recommendations. Items on the wish list include a better and safer network connection, laptops for your employees, and a USB-powered missile launcher. More on those stories and others can be found on this week's Small Business Recommended Reading on the Startup BizCast blog. Time now for this week's Startup BizCast interview. If you've never heard of the term virtual assistant, it may conjure up images of computerized helpers from the distant future like something from Star Trek. It's actually someone who works as your assistant but doesn't actually work in your office. You may never meet, but he or she can be a valuable member of your team. My guest this week is Tracy Lawton, who is an online business manager and virtual assistant. Tracy, thanks for joining us on Startup BizCast. Thank you, Dave. Tell me about your business. You actually call yourself a virtual business manager. What's the difference between a virtual business manager and a virtual assistant? Um, I tend to... A little bit more than your basic virtual assistant is administrative support to small business and solo business owners. I actually specialize um, and take that one stage further. I actually specialize in online marketing support systems. So as well as doing all the administrative support for my clients, I will support them um, with their online marketing, the technical aspects of their shopping cart and their easing, getting their easing uploaded and scheduled which are really all administrative jobs, but they do have that more technical specialty to them. Um, and because of that, I, I class myself more as an online business manager rather than just a virtual assistant. So I provide um, administrative support and the technical administrative support too. 
Now, what are the basic duties of a virtual assistant, though? A virtual assistant um, will provide all kinds of administrative and secretarial support to our clients. So that could include anything um, from typing up letters, scheduling um, appointments for them, maintaining their diaries, um, anything that is administrative, secretarial, clerical in nature, a virtual assistant will provide that role to our clients. The only difference is um, we, we are not in the same office as our clients. We operate remotely, um, hence the term virtual assistant. We are in our own offices with our own setup, um, but we still provide that same level of administrative, administrative and, tech, and secretarial support to our clients. How does that work? Uh, are, there, are there any problems caused by the fact that you're not in, not only not in the same office, but not in the same city and, or many times in the same state for that matter? It doesn't cause any problems as such. I have never found it to be a problem between myself and my clients. A big part of our working relationship um, are phone calls. We have, um, we sched- I schedule weekly phone calls with my clients and that allows us to discuss um, upcoming projects, work for the week, things that we're working on, things that need to be done. And those, those phone calls are very, very important because they take the place of if you are having um, a face-to-face meeting in the office. So although you haven't got the face-to-face contact, having the phone calls with your clients allows for that level of contact so that you can maintain the level of support. You get to know your clients, um, and, and that works very well. I have personally never encountered any problems through working remotely with my clients, and, and my clients don't even live in the same state as I do. They're either overseas or they're in a different U.S. state to me. Um, and working remotely has never caused us any problems with the workload. This seems like something that most small business owners could use, but it almost seems like a luxury. Is this something that a typical small business owner can afford? Yes, they can afford it. Yes, they can. Each virtual assistant is unique in in terms of their own services that they offer and their levels of support that they offer. Um, Some virtual assistants will support a client on an as-needed basis, so a client will go to to their VA, um, particular projects or work that they want their VA to do. Other VAs will operate, and, and this is how I operate, I operate on a monthly retainer with my clients. Um, and, and why I work that way is that it allows us to build up a long-term collaborative relationship. Um, and my retainer packages start at 10 hours a month. So that that is quite a small level of services that, that a small business owner requires to, you know, a small level of support that the, the small business owner requires, but it's on a long-term basis. It's on a monthly, ongoing basis. So by having that retainer relationship with their VA, they can plan their workload out much better, but they also have the knowledge that their VA is guaranteeing them those hours each month. So they, they, they can work better. They can work more efficiently. They know that they can focus on doing what they do best and leave all the back-end office and administrative support to their virtual assistant. And it isn't a huge financial commitment either. So it's unlike hiring an employee where you have all the associated employee costs. A virtual assistant is a business owner in her own right. So you you just enter into a contract with their VA. But as I say, some VAs also operate on a project-by-project basis or they operate on an as-needed basis as well. So it gives the business owner complete flexibility with their level of support. 
So if a small business owner decides to hire you as a virtual assistant or a virtual business manager, is there anything they shouldn't be asking you to do? How can they best utilize your services? Um, they best utilize my services or any VA services um, by providing them with administrative tasks. So anything that they currently do that is administrative in nature um, that is, is particularly taking them away from their business because they're having to deal with things such as they're having to schedule their own appointments, they're having to maintain their own calendar, that they're having to type their own letters or type up their own reports. Anything that is administrative and clerical in nature, that is what they pass over to their virtual assistant. Now, they shouldn't really be looking at their virtual assistant in, as a web designer or a graphic designer. Those are specialists. Uh, those are specialist services provided by web designers and graphic designers. Um, even though they can be done remotely, virtual assistant services. Some virtual assistants also specialise in bookkeeping and secretarial support. So um, another area that a small business owner could outsource to, to a virtual assistant is bookkeeping. Although that is a profession in its own right, there are many um, virtual assistants that also do bookkeeping as well. So they could go to a virtual assistant that is um, an administrative and bookkeeper also. But as a general rule, they should be looking to a virtual assistant to outsource all of their administrative tasks. And I guess asking you to get them a cup of coffee would probably be... Yeah, that is the only thing that a virtual assistant can't do. They can't bring you morning cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever actually meet your clients? Um, As a typical rule, no, I don't. No, because my clients are too far away. Um, I have clients in the UK and I have clients in several US states. Although I did have the pleasure in October this year of actually meeting one of my long-term clients face-to-face. She was actually in my area at um, a networking conference and asked me to go and join her. So that was wonderful because normally we would never meet. She's just simply too far away. Um, and I, I just grabbed that opportunity to go and meet with her because it was such an opportunity to meet one of your clients because normally you, you would never get that chance. And is that something that's, I guess, a downside of this business? Um, not really. I, I, I've been in this business now, so I, I don't find it strange anymore. And But that, that going back to what I said to you earlier, that is why I like to do the phone calls, because you really do get to know your clients much, much to them on the phone, as opposed to just constant emailing back and forth. So it's, it, it no longer feels strange to me. That seems like a good place to wrap up the interview. Tracy Lawton, virtual business manager and virtual assistant, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Dave. For more information on Tracy and her business, go to www.tracylawton.com. There's a link to that website in the show notes for this episode and on the Startup BizCast blog. If you have any feedback about this or any episode of Startup BizCast, I'd really love to hear it. The best way to reach me is via voicemail at 206-984-0860. That's 206-984-0860. You can also email info at startupbizcast.com or leave a comment on the blog. That's a wrap for episode 28 of Startup BizCast. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve Mullen. Hi, everyone. Steve again. I have a quick scheduling note. There will be no episode of Startup BizCast next week due to the Christmas holiday. I'm planning for an abbreviated episode the following week, which is the first week of the new year, and after that, we'll get back to our normal schedule.
Once again, I'd like to wish a happy holiday to all of my listeners and their families. And here's looking forward to a successful 2008. Have a good one.